is your Sci-Fi 5, 5 minutes of science fiction history for July 15th. Today's the day in 1975 that the last Apollo spacecraft, with a special docking adapter attached to its nose airlock, lifted off on a mission to dock with a Soviet Soyuz spacecraft in low Earth orbit. The two crews did some airlock opening and closing, some atmosphere adjustment, and met in the middle for a handshake. It wasn't quite the thawing of the Cold War that everyone had hoped it would be, but it was the culmination of the Apollo-Soyuz test project, which itself was the end result of an international space agreement signed by President Nixon and Premier Kosygin in 1972. But the inspiration for the Apollo-Soyuz test project goes back further. NASA had been trying unsuccessfully to propose joint operations with the Soviet space program for years. In 1969, however, a movie called Marooned, based on the novel of the same name published by Martin Caden in 1964, helped to move things a little further along. But did Marooned, as many sources claim, inspire the entire mission? Find out in just a moment. Marooned, with an all-star cast of all-too-human fictional astronauts, played by Gregory Peck, Richard Crenna, and Gene Hackman, involved an Apollo crew visiting a space station that was actually based on some of the earliest plans for the real Skylab space station. When the astronauts' performance and cognitive abilities drop off due to their long-duration stay in orbit, NASA recalls Iron Man 1 to Earth, and then things really go wrong, and it seems as though the crew might not return home alive. There are two glimmers of hope, though. A risky flight of a fourth astronaut in a previously untested rescue spacecraft, and a lone Soviet cosmonaut whose orbit just happens to bring him close to where the Apollo command module, Iron Man 1, is stranded. The movie proved to be a useful visual aid during the latest attempt to get some preliminary space cooperation talks going in the spring of 1970, especially since it portrayed the cosmonaut, and thus the Soviet space program, in a positive light. An ongoing series of meetings and studies between the two superpowers and their space agencies in real life led to the International Space Agreement. The real Apollo crew, who would get to put some of the theoretical ideas to a practical test, included Deke Slayton, the only member of the original Mercury 7 who had never flown due to a heart condition, Gemini and Apollo veteran Thomas Stafford, and rookie astronaut Vance Brand, who had been scheduled to fly on an Apollo lunar mission that had been canceled. Their Soviet counterparts were Alexei Leonov, the first spacewalker and a hero among the Soviet cosmonaut corps, and Valery Kubasov. Leonov and Kubasov got much better lines than their movie counterpart. The cosmonaut in Marooned never got to say a word, and wasn't even credited on screen. Marooned presented enough interesting ideas to help inspire an unprecedented real space mission, but its reliance on risky spacewalks carried out by exhausted, stressed-out astronauts was left on the big screen. The Apollo-Soyuz docking was carried out within the safe confines of the docking adapter, so no suiting up was required. While the National Air and Space Museum has a display commemorating Apollo-Soyuz, there's a real wealth of memorabilia and other artifacts from the mission at the Stafford Air and Space Museum in Weatherford, Oklahoma including five bottles of whiskey, one provided by each astronaut or cosmonaut from his homeland after the successful flight. Whoever among the five Apollo-Soyuz crew members is the last man standing has five bottles of whiskey waiting to wash down his sorrows. So, 
Did Marooned inspire Apollo Soyuz? Not by itself. The talks leading up to international cooperation in space were already underway, but it was very helpful in convincing the heads of the Soviet space program of the PR value of such a mission. Marooned and the Apollo Soyuz test project did prove, however, that sometimes science fiction really can change the world. Just ask their successors, the crew of the International Space Station. This has been Five Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci Fi Five for July 17th. Sci Fi Five is produced by Roddenberry McKinnon. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.